Welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. What we do here is build the belief in you to accomplish your dreams in your sport. I'll be your mentor and give you the skills, strategies and guidance to make it happen. Dream big, believe in you and go after your dreams. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey there, Tiff here and welcome to the Tiffany Micah. Great to have you here. So You've been listening to the last few episodes. We've been working on how and what to focus on over the next uh, or the rest of the year for your sport for for improvement. We've talked about setting goals. We've identified areas in your game or skills that need some attention. Well, what we're going to do here is we're going to focus on some more of that because I believe it's important that we give it more clarity And therefore, that is what we're going to continue to work on here today. We're going to get more clarity, identify what's holding you back, and then how to strive and thrive in your sport. So normally, I'd talk about this a whole lot more in the beginning of the year. However, it's just important to discuss it now. It doesn't matter what time of the year it is. It's just as important to discuss it now because we're working on our sport, aren't we? We're working on our games. We're uh, looking at ways in which we can improve and the thing is is it's always a work in progress we're always wanting more aren't we we're always wanting more to you know to improve we're always wanting to score better we're always wanting to perform better in our sport so let's get to that more on how that's going to happen in today's episode so there are two main areas that we must focus on if we want to improve in our sport and the first one is the mental It's the mental side. And I believe this is the most neglected area. It's much better now than it's ever been because there's so much research done on how we think and feel during our sports performances. But I still believe it's a neglected area because people think that they should know how to focus. They believe that they should know how to concentrate for long periods of time. They believe they should know how to handle their nerves, anxiety and excitement when they compete they believe they should know how to handle disappointments and so on but again this is my belief and because I've competed in so many sports over the years from tennis to golf to rowing to softball to cricket to soccer or football so many sports that I've competed in I'm going to draw from more the tennis and experiences though Because through my own experience alone, I've figured out a lot of things along the way. And if you don't know how to handle nerves or you have a lack of focus or there's disappointments, even the wins, you know, and wanting to learn how to focus better, wanting to know how you can put yourself in a position where you can win and everything else, just don't give yourself a hard time about it because the fact is is that you just don't know how to deal with these situations that come up and that's okay that you don't know how to do it and the reason that you don't know how to do it is it's a skill it's a learned skill just like other skills in your sport you learn them you know the physical skills for your technique you learn them but the mental skills are even more important Because it will be how you approach it mentally that will give you the results that you want or the results that you don't want. And here's a few examples um, about what I'm talking about. 
So example one, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know my background is tennis. And yes, being a golf coach these days, I still have a passion for tennis. It's part of my DNA. I get up every morning, I go down and hit tennis balls uh, because I love doing that. I go and work on my serve and my ball toss and lots of other things that I like to work on. I've got a ball machine so I can go and do all that. Always has been, always will be. And I feel the same about golf. Golf is just part of me, part of what I do. It's deep in my DNA. And you can probably relate to that because that's probably how you feel with your sport. You just feel it so deep in your soul. So I've been playing more tennis lately, practicing more, especially lockdown. You know, if you live here in Australia where we are, um, especially Sydney right now, we've gone back down into a heavier lockdown again. So um, there's a lot of restrictions in place no gym. So what I'm doing, I'm going down and hitting balls early in the morning, which is fantastic. I love doing that. Um, And wherever you are, you might be in a very similar situation around the world. Well, there's this young guy that's, that's practicing a teenager. He's 14 and he's there every morning with his coach. And I listen a lot to what they talk about and how his coach speaks to this, to this young guy. And because when you're coaching someone, I, I really feel it's important that you're giving them the information that's going to benefit, benefit them, that's going to help them. So what I hear a lot of is a lot of yelling on how this kid, or sorry, this teenager is doing things wrong. You know, he's yelling at him not to be quiet. He's yelling at him not to talk about anything. He's constantly telling him what he's doing wrong, whether it be technical or mental. And that's what he's looking at all the time. So when this teenager loses it on the court, like when he's having practice matches and so on, the coach just yells at him and tells him what he's doing wrong. And he's not spending a lot of time on telling him how to get it right. So from the mental side, when you don't know how to get it right and you keep doing it all wrong and you just keep making the same errors, It's the same thing as that saying, you know, you keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Well, it's not going to work with him mentally on how to handle things better. It's not going to help him get the results he's after because all that he's being reinforced is all the negative side of things. So if that's going on with a coach of yours, tell him to stop and tell him to work on aspects and ways in which they can help you develop things that you're not able to develop yet or you don't know how to do that get them to help you do that and if they don't know how to do that contact me okay send me an email and I'll show you ways in which you can work around that really important because if I had my time over again because at that same age I had a lot of negativity around me as well no one was showing me how to get the things right I went through the same sort of experience in a different form And I had people around me kept saying negative things to me all the time. So when you hear that over a period of time, it wears you down. And then you start believing, well, maybe they are right. Okay, that's what my worry is about this young young man here. Second example, comparing training attitudes. And I'm going to share two training attitudes with you. I'm going to share with the 19-year-old Tiff and the the 50 year old tiff which well now i'm really 51 i've just turned 51 so interesting when i practice and whether it be tennis or golf it's all about the attitude it's the approach in which you speak to yourself 
Okay, it's the approach in which you take. So the 19-year-old Tiff, when I was out working on my game and practicing, because that's what I did, I played tennis. It wasn't golf then. I didn't Golf didn't exist in my mind then. My attitude was I wanted to play tennis. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to play on the pro circuit. I wanted to travel the world, live the life of a tennis player. I thought that was the most exciting thing to do. That's all I ever wanted to do. I trained my guts out worked really really hard and it didn't know didn't matter whether it would be training or competing I would just try so hard but remember here it's going it's the attitude is all about what's going on in your head so everything that I did or my approach to everything even though I wanted this really badly my approach was I dreaded training and competition I was terrified of losing I was terrified of playing bad I was terrified of being embarrassed I was terrified of um, not knowing how to focus or going walk about I didn't know that I could you know keep control of my mind I didn't know why my mind would wander off I had all these thoughts going on and these thoughts that were going on all the time in my head was never good enough. You'll never make it. You're not strong enough. See, you stuffed it up again. You're having yourself on Tiff. Why are you bothering? See, everyone's watching you. They're thinking that you're hopeless. See, they're laughing at you. How embarrassing, Tiff. You can't even hit the ball into the court. What a joke you are. Constant put downs. Constant put downs. And this was in practicing competing, even though I so badly wanted to fulfill my my tennis dream. So then the 50-year-old Tiff or the 51-year-old Tiff, can't wait to get up in the morning to get down to the to practice, or you know, especially tennis right now, can't wait to get up in the morning. I get excited about it. I get excited about the day. I have plans on what to focus on, what my focus is so for improvement understand my weaknesses and I'm working ways to improve them and I also understand it's a work in progress so the things that I work on when I'm there I'm feeling the technique I'm feeling what works and what doesn't I keep looking at if I make an error okay well what is it that I can improve what what are ways in which I can keep building that why isn't that working okay I've done this okay let's try and fix that how are we going to fix that Okay, let's go again, try again. Let's keep going, go again, try again. Right, good try. Best you can do in the moment. So all the focus is is always working on improving so we can find that point of um, success. I'm doing that on my serve at the moment. I'm creating um, just the one ball toss so I can create lots of different shots from the one ball toss because I want to be able to disguise the ball toss, for example, so that I not disguise the ball toss, but disguise the shots that I'm serving, all right, whether it be a kick serve, whether it be a flat hard serve or whether it be a slice serve. I want to disguise it. So I'm working on having the one ball toss to be able to create that. So what's the difference? You can hear it, can't you? It's attitude. It's the mental approach. Now, if your mental approach is poor, if your mental approach is negative and you're down on yourself, or if, you're, or if someone else is saying things to you negatively, because it can come from someone else, like I said before, you can receive negative messages, and if you hear it often enough, you believe it. What happens when you believe those negative messages? You train and practice poorly. 
your outlook on how you will perform or how you'll compete in your sport is negative. You expect to do bad. You expect to play bad. And then you say, oh, see, I told you. Told you you're going to play bad. So think about how you approach it. Think about how you approach your day. Worrying about things all the time. Worrying about what could go wrong. But what would happen if your approach was positive? What would happen if you could focus on what you could control? What if you could just work on doing the best that you could do today? Because that's what we're going to focus on today. Let's see how we can improve what you're doing. Let's have a plan on how you can focus. Let's have a plan on how to handle your nerves. Let's have a plan on how to handle disappointments. Have a plan on how to track what's working well. Have a plan on how to track what's not working well. Have a plan on and identifying what needs improvement. What do I need to research? Who can I talk to to help me improve? What should I do? Should I get extra coaching in that area? Look for feedback. Areas to maintain. Areas to improve. Areas to get stronger. You expect to do well right? You expect to do better, right? That's what we want. You expect that. And of course you want that. But how important is the mental side of your sport? It's everything, isn't it? They only talk about in sport, it's 90% mental and 10% technical. Yes, it's technical. It's the physical side, the two separate things. Physical side is 100%. And the mental side is 100%, two separate areas, and that's it. So the mental side, if, if it's your belief about everything, it's your belief in how you will do in your sport, right? It's all in your head. It's what's going on in your head that will determine how well you'll do in your sport. And that's just the first area that I was talking about, wasn't it? I said two areas. The second is the physical. It's the skills, isn't it? It's the skills involved in the physical. It's the technique. It's the strength. It's the stability. It's the endurance. It's the speed. It's the flexibility and so on. But today, our focus here today is the mental. It's all about belief. It's belief whether you can. It's belief whether you can't. If you believe you can, you can. If you believe you can't, you can't. And you might be thinking, it's okay for you, Tiff, you're good at sport. You know, you're a natural, it's easy for you. You know, you've got it all together. I can guarantee it was. it's not easy because you've got to keep working on it. And the hardest part is always doing the work. It's easy to talk about it. It's easy to plan it out. It's harder to do the work. And it's harder to do the work because it's up to you. I mean, you've seen the Olympics recently. We've seen them. We've seen the glory. We've seen the the win medals, the athletes. But you haven't seen the hard work that they've put in over the years behind the scenes. You don't see that. You don't see them getting up at four o'clock in the morning working on their swimming or working on whatever they're doing. You're not seeing everything in in the sense of their nutritional aspects. You're not seeing how hard they're slogging it away. 
You're not seeing that, oh, God, you know, it's difficult to get up out of bed today. You're not seeing any of that. You're just seeing them win a medal and they think, oh, that looks cool. But it's whether you want to believe you can or whether you want to believe you can't. So my question to you is, is which one will you choose? A book written in the 1920s. Now, this is 100 years ago now. Think and Grow Rich. It was written by Napoleon Hill. And the book is about how you think that will determine how rich you become. And it's not rich in the sense of money or wealth in that sense, right? Financial wealth. I used to think it was that years ago. But it's rich in the sense of how much wealth and knowledge will you gain to accomplish your dreams. In our case, your sports dreams. The book is all about belief. And this is what we're going to work on today, your belief. How are you going to develop your belief? Well, I'm going to ask you two simple questions. And I want you to rate yourself for the following. So question number one is, do you believe in you? And I want you to rate yourself between one and ten. And the second question is, is do you believe that you can accomplish your sports goal and rate yourself between one and 10? So if you've scored, so 10 meaning that you 100% and one meaning, you know, like 1%, for example. But if you've scored below a 10, then I want you to answer these two questions for those questions, okay? So number one is why don't I believe in me? And write out the answers. It could be things similar to I'm not good enough, I'm not sporty, I'm not good at my sport, I've never been good at sport, other people tell me I'm ridiculous, I'm silly, other people think I should be more realistic, and so on. And number two is why don't I believe I can accomplish my sports goal? Things could come into your mind like only a small percentage make it in their sport. No one accomplishes their dream. No one accomplishes their goals. There are so many out there doing it. It's tough out there. That might be some of your answers. I'll be interested to know what your answers are. But my question is, if you're thinking along this line, well, why not you? Why not you? Others can do it. So why not you? And I want you to think, yeah, why not me? Because you can do this. My grandmother used to say to my mum when she was growing up, it's not for the likes of us, Judith. And my mum would always say, well, why not? Why isn't it for the likes of us? Because that was my grandmother's belief. They weren't good enough. And that's why I say that to you. Why not you? And I really love listening to Les Brown. I like listening to various motivational speakers and, and so on, but I've really been listening to him a lot especially during these times you know this it's still uncertainty we're going through lockdown after lockdown we're all frustrated we need to change the way in which we think and I love listening to Les Brown for two reasons one he says you have greatness in you and the second reason he says it's possible and I'll say this to you What you want to accomplish in your sport, it is possible. And you do have greatness in you. 
And when someone says to you that you have greatness in you, you go, yeah, you know what? I do have greatness in me. But we have to believe. So to believe, it's a learned skill. And I know that because I had to learn how to believe too. Because the 19-year-old Tiff didn't believe and the 50-year-old Tiff believes 100%. There's a lot of work that went involved in there in between that time. So I don't care, well I do care, but I don't care how old you are or how young you are. The first step to your greatness is the first step that it is possible. And it's that you believe that it's possible. So if you've just answered those two questions that I've mentioned to you before, whether you believe in you or whether you believe your sports dream is possible and you've given it a rating less than 10, then we've got to do some work on how to believe, haven't we? So let's start with some really simple things here. Very, very simple things. Number one, every day you want to say these words. I believe in me. I have greatness in me. I believe my sports dream is possible. And whatever your sports dream is, my golf dream, my tennis dream, my fighting dream, my karate dream, my soccer dream, my football dream, my athletics dream, whatever it is, is possible. It's part of your mantra. The second thing I want you to do is to listen to motivational speeches, listen to podcasts, feed your mind with positive messages. All right, we've got to put all the good stuff in so we can get the good stuff to come out. And number three, awareness. When you notice that you are negative about what you're thinking in your sport, in your life, because your approach is going to be the same of whatever you're doing in life and in your sport, stop yourself and say those three phrases. I believe in me. I have greatness in me. And I believe my sports dream is possible. And always remember this, it's a work in progress because I believe in you. You have greatness in you and it is possible. So I'm sending you lots of love from me. I look forward to hearing what you like best about what you heard. If you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, love it if you could share these episodes with your friends. And I want you to dream big, believe in you, Go after your dreams because you have greatness in you. Take care. Talk soon. Before you go, do you want to build confidence, belief, strength and courage in you to go after your big dreams in your life and in your sport? If you do, go to www.tiffany-mika.com and get a copy of my book, Focus, How to Reach Your Potential in Sport, Business and Life. I look forward to seeing you there. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams.